Hello, creative skeptics and skeptical creatives. Tammy here. It's the weekend before the solstice as I'm recording this, the winter solstice in my case, as I'm in the Northern Hemisphere. So happy winter or summer solstice, depending on where you are. I bring this up because I want to talk about the solstices and the equinoxes a little bit, and I will eventually tie this back to creativity. So the December solstice. I didn't celebrate the solstices or the equinoxes when I was a kid, and to be honest, I didn't really register them. I grew up in Houston, and as an adult, I moved to Dallas, which is a bit less than 250 miles north, so a good distance. I think it was moving to Dallas that made me recognize the seasonal shifts, which are far less striking in Houston. After my partner and I had kids, I wanted to find a way to mark the changing seasons for a couple of reasons. First, it's a concrete and fun way of talking about science, so there's that. And second, it's a way of fostering a sense of wonder about the world. What do we notice about the world around us, and why do things change, and what stories do people tell about why things change? Not celebrating seasonal shifts in my own childhood put me both in a good but daunting position when thinking about how to celebrate it now. Good because we as a family could create our own traditions and really think about why we're doing what we're doing. Daunting because it's the blank page problem again. There are just too many possibilities. I think winter solstice is easiest because we're already kind of in a festive mood this time of year anyway. Pretty early on, we started with putting out bird feeders in the morning, taking a walk, and talking about what changes we saw around us. Later in the day, we'd have a nice dinner, and after we'd give the kids presents, which are always books, usually science books. It's small, but it feels special. I haven't been as good about spring, summer, or fall. Spring and fall because we're often busy with school, and summer well because summer around Dallas is awful, in my opinion, and who wants to celebrate that? Though the hours of daylight waning is pretty nice to think about when it's 100 degrees outside. We'll do things like bake seasonally themed cookies and we'll talk about the world around us, but since we don't have a day off as often as we do in the winter, the days go more or less like any other day. And we don't have any particular reason to do anything in particular anyway. So, blank page problem there. Winter comes with some ready-made constraints. We're feeding the birds, and let's be honest, we're feeding the squirrels too because there are fewer things for them to eat over the winter. And we take a walk because the weather around here this time of year is really quite pleasant. It's overcast and in the 50s today, which is about as perfect as it gets, in my opinion. Thus, it's easier to find a way of making new traditions because we have the constraints in place. In 2021, I'm thinking about the seasons more, thinking about how we can use the constraints of engaging with something outside, for example, as our way of celebrating. In March, I'll report back on what we've figured out for the first day of spring. Maybe we can start planting our garden, for instance. So, what does all this have to do with creativity, you ask? <laughs> if you're feeling daunted by too much possibility, think about the constraints you can put on your creative project. That makes the scale more manageable and removes one block between you and the work you want to do. Have you used constraints to help you along with a creative project? I'd love to hear about it. Drop me a line, info at tdwalker.net. Now a little plug for one of my favorite technologies. <laughs> one other thing I'm trying to associate with a change of seasons is doing a health and safety check around the house. Changing air filters, checking smoke detector batteries, things like that. And making sure our emergency kit is ready. I live in Tornado Alley and though tornadoes are more common in spring, they can happen any day of the year. So our emergency kit is all about the weather really. 
part of that is checking the weather radio. I laugh whenever I hear the, you can listen to our radio station on your phone, your computer, your smart speaker, or wherever by downloading this app or whatever. That's fine for day-to-day -day listening, but what happens if your power gets knocked out? Thinking safety, you could spend less than $25 on a small portable AM FM radio and some spare batteries, and there you go. A number of these have the weather band too now, which is really nice. That's uh, The weather band is where you'll hear the NOAA All Hazards Radio, and that's even more important to have in an emergency. So there's my plug for something to keep in your emergency supply kit. And if nothing else, if your power goes out, you can break out the radio and listen to some music to pass the time, so all the better there. Thanks for listening to Creativity for Skeptics. If you have any questions about creativity you'd like me to address, feel free to send me an email, info at tvwalker.net. For more information about the show or to listen to past episodes, go to creativityforskeptics.com. We'll talk creativity again soon. Thank <laughs> you.